Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. I'm feeling a little beat, a little tired. As you guys know, as a lot of you guys know, I have a Peloton and I've been working out on the Peloton since, I don't know, August. I haven't missed a day on the Peloton and I still haven't missed a day. I I literally, I haven't missed a day on the Peloton since August 1st. Now, sometime around Thanksgiving, I started riding an hour a day so I could burn a thousand calories a day on the pod, I mean, uh, on the Peloton. Sometime about two weeks ago, my back started really hurting and I read up on it and it, it had something to do with the way I was, uh, the seat was set up and the pedals and the resistance I was using. So I set out, one of the things that it, it suggested is that I set out to strengthen my core. So about two weeks ago, I started doing P90X or th- a week ago, cause I'm on my second week of P90X. I dropped down to riding 20 minutes a day on the Peloton. I still don't miss it. And now I work out and I do P90X every day. And today, I, I it's Yoga X. I did Yoga X today. It's an hour and a half of yoga. And I believe uh, I, yoga is probably one of the most difficult things that you can possibly do. I mean, the 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 positions, the balance positions, I mean, I'm getting better at them and I'll be able to do them. By, by this time, four weeks from now, it'll be no problem. You know, my, my, my goal in life is to set distance for myself. I'm always trying to set distance from, from my past efforts. I'm always trying to set a little distance day to day for myself to get better. I want to I wanna be distant from the Anthony that was Anthony yesterday. That means I'm getting better. So I'm always setting myself up to be better. But my God, I'll tell you, you guys want a good workout? Do Yoga X. My legs are... are, are at, well, first off, you start out, you can't even, like, you can't touch your toes. By the end, an hour and a half left of, uh, an hour and a half later of doing yoga, forget it, bro. You put your legs over your head and you be putting your fucking dick in your mouth. It's insane. Uh, that's a little raunch for the program, but I think you get my point. Not that I did that either. I'm just saying, yoga, pretty good. P90X, I've been at it for, for this is my second week. I'm going to go through the whole program. It's 90 days. I'm going to... I'm going to finish the program and then hopefully by then my core will be strong enough and I'll get back on. I mean, I'm on the Peloton. I didn't give it up, but I, I was doing an hour a day for three months straight. I did an hour a day, 30 calories a day, 30,000 calories a month. I was burning. I loved it. It's absolutely great. You got to try out the, 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 the Peloton. It's, it's awesome. But if you got issues with it, right, you can't give up. You got to move on to something else. You know, if you got a bum knee, you got to work something else out. So I just, yoga X is insane. It's, it's crazy. And I, and it helped me mellow out. So yoga's calming while difficult and stretching things that you didn't even know you could stretch. So it relaxed me out a little bit. And I thought I could stay relaxed. I was like, this is going to be a chill spazzing out. 
which this is Spazzing Out, America's podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. If you know someone that doesn't listen to the show, text them the link. Right from Subscribe to one of the podcasts. Shoot them the link so that they can listen. If you're watching on Facebook, click the bell so you know when I go live. And if you're on Instagram, I don't know if there's one of those features. Follow me on Instagram. We do the podcast five times a week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. And then I upload it the next morning at five in the morning so that you can have a nice fresh episode on your way to work. So that you can listen to the to the mean, evil, racist Anthony Paziali, that that 40-something-year-old scumbag that is clearly a white supremacist, this this bum, if you would like to listen to me. But we try to stay calm. I'm trying... Namaste. Let me get... Let me. Namaste. I think that's how you say it, right? You, so I'm supposed to try to calm down. And then I, I've got stories that I want to talk about on the podcast. And then... You know, I want to I, listen. I, I want to get into to Joe Biden. I'm like, hey, we, I got to talk about Joe Biden calling Kamala Harris. I don't know if you guys saw this. I posted it on Instagram, Twitter, um, my Facebook, any of my social medias. Joe Biden was was talking today, and he called Kamala Harris president, and he didn't correct himself. He said President Harris and I a, a went to a vaccination center. He didn't for a second. He thought about it. He was like. I think I got it right. And, and then he kept going. He didn't correct it. He didn't correct. He didn't stop for a second. Now, listen, it's, it's, we have to talk about it for a quick second. It, it's funny, right? And, and people in the liberal mutants would say, oh, it's no big deal. People mess up. The problem that it's a big deal is that he didn't correct himself. The problem that it's a big deal is because it's clear that his cognitive skills are declining. Maybe eight years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, the guy was sharp. He's not anymore. And it's clear. You think any person, bro, no one, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. No one on this planet, if you were president, would miss, would mess up the fact that you're not president. No one would, would have a slip of the tongue. And if you did, you'd immediately correct it. You, you might even crack a joke about it. You might be like, President Harris and I, and then you laugh. And you go, yeah, she wishes I was dead so she could be president. Something. He didn't even blink, bro. He just kept reading. He just, and, and I don't know if he, how he fucked that up. Maybe it, maybe the guy who wrote the speech and threw it up on the teleprompter was fucking with them and it's say, you're kind of like Anchorman. Hey, if we put the, if we tell him to read fuck, he's going to say it. Well, maybe if we put President Harris, he'll say it. Or maybe he thinks it. Maybe Kamala is running the show. Maybe they lean on her. I mean, clearly, she's handling a shit ton of the foreign policy stuff. Which, by the way, vice presidents do that. Foreign policy usually falls on the head of the secretary of the state. But vice presidents also take up a big deal of the foreign shit. They go all over the place. Vice presidents do do that. So, I'm not that alarmed by it. But when she's having... It, it, listen, that that's flying somewhere. When she's having personal conversations with heads of state without the president, it gets you a little like, whoa, who's in charge? What's going on? Is she the president? Does Joe really think it? He just said it. He didn't correct himself. What are we supposed to think? We can think one of two things. He either thinks it and he slipped or 
He's, he's not there anymore. His cognitive skills, bro, they're gone. Absolutely gone. The poor guy, he doesn't know where the fuck he is. He's like, honestly, I'm waiting him to pull a Ricky Bobby while he's live on TV and go, put his hands up over his head. And he's like, uh, it's, it's embarrassing. And I'd like to talk about that in a calm manner. But, but there's other things going on that got me fired up. I want to, I can't, I can't be calm. Another thing I wanted to, I'm going to get to, to why you're all racist. All of you. Every one of you. I'm going to get to it. You're all racist, and I'm going to get to it in a second. I have to point out, another thing I wanted to talk about was Amazon signed a deal with the NFL today. So starting in 2023, Amazon has exclusive rights to Thursday night football. They own Thursday night football. So if 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 a broadcast company like NBC is playing Thursday night football, they're paying Amazon. Do you get what I'm saying? So they, they own the rights to it. What I don't know if they're going to hold it exclusively to Amazon Prime. I'm guessing they're going to. So if you don't have Prime, you're going to be getting Prime for your Thursday night football. They're paying a billion dollars. bro. They're paying a billion dollars a year for one game a week for 10 years. $10 billion, one game a week. It's insane money. Insanity. And I, I, I'm guessing they believe they're going to make their profit back. I, I can't see them. Just making it exclusive to Prime because I don't see how they would make their money back on that. Even there's no amount of scr- so, I mean, they'd have to get a shit ton of subscribers to to get there. They'd have to get a uh, hundred million more to make a billion for the year, right? Is that is that right, math? I don't know. Someone do it. No, no, they'd make that a month. Holy shit, that would be insane. Imagine if they had a hundred million. They probably do have a hundred million subscribers, right? So they make bank. They're gonna make a shit ton of money. Bezos is like whatever. Bezos, listen, Jeff Bezos is so rich. That he made a teacher in Seattle rich. Do you guys hear that? Do you guys know? It's not to go on the side. I got to get to the racist shit. But Jeff Bezos' wife got married like like three, four weeks ago. She married a teacher. The guy, I'm mean, a teacher, bro. Nothing against teachers, but they make forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. They work in class heroes. Maybe they make sixty, seventy if they're an admin or a hundred grand. This guy married Bezos' wife. She's worth $60 million. $60 billion. $60 billion. I love this story. He makes $60 billion, right? So they get married. This, this guy, Dan is his name. Dan, he, he signs up. This is the greatest. The guy signs up for that charity where billionaires... With, bro, it's not even your money. He signs up for the charity where billionaires dedicate or, 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 what, what do they say? You know, you pledge. They pledged. He pledged that he's going to give his wealth to, he's going to give, before they die, right? They're going to give away half away their wealth or, or something like that. I'm rolling in my chair reading. I'm like, bro, it's not even your money. You're a fucking teacher. What you, you don't have any wealth. You live check to check. You got, your wife's got 60, 60 fucking bill. She giving you that loot right out the gate. So he signed it and he says, he says something to the effect of, I never thought in my life I would ever be in a position where I would sign a pledge like this because I would have this much wealth. Bro, I could picture Bezos sitting back being like, are you fucking kidding me? I just made this guy, this guy is, thinks he's going to get, and he's going to. Right, so let's say he stays married to the bitch for like, she's not a bitch, but she's married to this lady for like 10, 15 years. He bounces out, the guy gets $30 billion. He'll get half, he'll get 30 bill. Oh, fucking $30 billion, he did nothing. He's a teacher. He ain't teaching no more, I guarantee it. This bro ain't never going back to school. He's all oh, my whole life, it was my passion for the kids. Shut the fuck up. 
fucking passion. I got a passion. I got dirty bill, bro. I got no passion. I do what I want. The greatest part about this story, right? The greatest part. Hear me out. The greatest is the best. So they get married and Be- Bezos, someone asks Bezos about it. And he says, I'm really happy. This is the fucking best. This is the fucking best. The guy says, so they asked Jeff about it. And his reply is, I'm really happy for Dan. He's, I'm really, I'm really. <laughs> the guy says, dude, this, I want you to think about this. You're worth $200 billion. Your wife's fucking someone behind your back. She leaves you. You got to give her half. Right? At the time, at, right? At, at the time, he was worth like 120 bill. He had to give her 60 billion. Right? Things went good for him, as we know. Now he's worth 200 billion again. I'm sure he doesn't care. But his wife's banging this dude. She gets married. Now this guy's worth half. He's worth 30 bill. Right? Because he's going to get half. And then when someone asks, what do you feel about your wife's, your ex-wife's new nuptials or whatever the fuck they call them? And the guy says, I'm happy for Dan. Why, why does he say I'm happy for Dan? Because he knows that Dan, he just made Dan a billionaire. He just made him, he, he, I'm happy for Dan. That's what he said. I'm happy for Dan. Bro, get the fuck. Dude says he's happy for Dan. Bro, I remember when I got my first divorce, but my not my first Jesus Christ. I didn't mean it like that. I've only been divorced once. I'm gonna be with Kaylee for the rest of my life. But I remember when I got divorced, and uh I was golfing, right? And I was kid, I'm on a golf course, it's like a charity golf uh, event or something like that. I used to have to do them every fucking weekend. So I'm at it. My neighbor Pat. I lived in Attleboro, and I had a nice-ass grill on the fucking deck. And my neighbor Pat tells me, he says, hey, someone's here. Someone's here. <laughs> someone's here. The guy Pat's like, hey, Anthony, someone's stealing your grill. I'm like, what? What do you mean they're stealing my grill? He goes, yeah, a paint truck just showed up. It's a paint van just showed up, and they're taking your grill. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm like, oh, forget it. That's just, that's my ex-wife's boyfriend. Let him take it. I'm happy for him. Take my grill. (laughs) 30 bill. 30 bill. This guy calls me and says, someone's taking your grill. (laughs) This is fucking good. He's like, you want me to stop him? I'm like, no, let him have it. Oh man. <laughs> Bezos is like, I'm happy. I'm happy, he says, I'm happy for Dan. <laughs> Dan's through the roof, bro. He's through the roof. Through the moon. I'm happy for Dan. Well, I'm just gonna say that to people. When I'm like when I'm happy but not happy about something, I'm gonna go, I'm happy for Dan. Like literally. And someone's like, Oh, what do you think about this situation? My fucking reply, I'm just gonna reply. Yeah, I'm happy for Dan. Like, no one will get it, but I get it. It's Bezos being like, yeah, I'm fucking happy for Dan. I just made him a fu- I just made him $30 billion. I'm real happy for Dan. Jesus, kid, I'm happy for the paint guy. I'm happy for the paint man. It was a nice grill too, dude. Stainless steel Weber. That thing was, thing was sweet. All right, we got to get on to some serious shit. Serious conversation. All right? 
I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for Dan. I'm happy for Dan. That's what people ask me. Uh, they tell me about their stimulus checks. I go, I'm happy for Dan. I'm happy. They're like, oh, God, I got my five, got $5,000. I'm happy for Dan. All right. The, 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 the title of the podcast of this episode is Racist. You're a racist if you don't agree. President Harris, because that's what Joe Biden calls her, and Liz Warren want to cancel America and you're going to let them. Because if you don't let them, you're a racist. And I'm going to tell you why. This is what's going on. Liberal mutants like Kamala Harris, President Harris, and Senator Liz Warren will say anything that you don't agree. If you do not agree with them, you are a racist. And the next example of this is the filibuster. They want to get rid of the filibuster. The filibuster is a move that's used in, in the Senate to stall or kill a bill. And it's typically used by the minority. So let's say you have 50 or 51% of, of the Senate. By no means is that a mandate. I mean, that's a split right down the middle. By no means does that speak the will of the people. It speaks half of the will of the people, but not the other half. So a filibuster is used to either kill a bill or to just go on and on and on. And I, I mean, bro, you could, you could filibuster for three weeks, which is why they came up with the rule to, 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 to forget about the filibuster, which is they come up with that 60, uh, the, the rule where, it, hey, let's vote to have a vote. If we get 60 votes, the filibuster, you can't do it, right? They have a, they have a vote to not filibuster. So if 60% or 60 uh, senators vote for no filibuster, there's no filibuster and they go on and they vote and it can be a simple majority. But Liz Warren wants to get rid of the filibuster. Most people don't. Democrats don't want to get rid of it either because at some point they're not going to be the majority. They'll be the minority. They will need it. But she wants to get rid of it. And because we want it. And, and let me tell you something. Filibusters are fantastic because they protect the American people. They ensure that a, a slim majority doesn't push shit down your throat that's not good for the country. They make Senate, the Senate, take another look at a bill to make sure it has things that it needs and take out things that it doesn't need. It's an, a very essential part, a, an essential part of our democracy and of the Senate. It is an extremely important tool to protect us, especially to ensure that the one party doesn't absolutely fuck us over, just to put it in simple terms. But of course, now it's racist. Liz Warren was on the Senate floor today saying, now let, let me tell you something. <laughs> Liz Warren's on the Senate floor would like to have these filibuster canceled because it's racist. I, and please, for, uh, explain to me Right. And of course, wait, let, let, let's let's bring it back because the Democrats play 360 degrees. They play six, excuse me, they play six degrees of racism with everything. If they don't like it, they will, they can think that six degrees away, they will make it racist, period. That they, and, and, and you, trust me, and, and you will sit back and you will let it happen because you don't have the nutsack to say you're not racist. You don't have the nutsack to say, hey, I'm going to fucking say this and it doesn't make me a racist. You don't have the balls for that. So you sit back when someone calls you a racist and you go, oh, oh, oh. And it could be like the stupid, it, it could be a filibuster. Someone could come to you, something as simple as a filibuster and they say, you're a racist. You want to fucking stop this bill going through. And you would go, oh, 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 o
You go to a set and you stick up for yourself and you say, excuse me, I, please explain to me what, what a filibuster has to do with racism. And then she'll come at you and she will name bills that a long time ago got filibustered. She'll name bills that sure as shit got filibustered that shouldn't have been that had to do with, with, with equality. 100%. She'll name it. But that doesn't make the fucking act of it racist. It makes the people that did it racist. There's a difference. It's separation. There's a difference. If somebody filibustered to block equality, if someone filibustered to, to hold back uh, Native Americans or African Americans, that person is the racist. Not the art of, not, not, not the, not, not the art of the filibuster. That would be like, um, let, let's just say there was a quarterback. Right, there was a racist quarterback, and he threw touch. He was he did he and they forget it. The touchdown has been banned because one quarterback was a racist. Do you get me? Or the position of quarterback is racist because there was one racist. It's it's ridiculous, but they do it and they win because you let them win. You let them win. Now hear this. By no ways mean I, I, it's not okay. It's, you know what? I can't even say that. It's, it's disgusting and grotesque. You're a fucking asshole if you're a racist. If you degrade people simply on their sex, simply because of the color of their skin, uh, simply because of their nationality, then you're a dick. You're a fucking asshole. Simple. So, please, don't take this the wrong way. What they are trying to do... They gaslight you is what they call it. They fear the shit out of you. They say, oh, you don't agree with me? You're a racist. And it doesn't matter what it is. Anything you do that they don't like, it's racist or it's sexist or it's bad. And what do you do? What do you do? You say, oh, you back up. You back off. You don't stick up for yourself because you're worried about being canceled. You're worried that, that the neighbor is going to be like, oh, this guy's a racist. I'm not okay with that. You're not going to call me a racist when I'm not. You're not going to call me a sexist when I'm not. You're not going to put me into a goddamn corner. You are not going to put me in a corner and make me feel like I'm a shitbag when I'm not. I'm, I'm fucking confident as fuck. My kids can tell me, listen, this, it's, it comes just like this. My daughter can fucking be a bad dad. She'll say, bad dad. It doesn't bother me. I laugh. I'm like, whatever. I'm the greatest dad on the planet. I've had people tell me I'm a bad father. I don't care. It doesn't affect me because I know right here. I know what I am right here. I know me. It doesn't affect me. I'm like, yeah, well, see you later, bro. Go get out of here. Do you even have any kids? Get the fuck out of here. Do you get what I'm saying? Only people, the, 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 the only people that allow someone to call them something and they get scared and they get pushed into the, the, the corner, they, they got no, you got no fucking spine. None. No sack. Stick up for yourself. Stick up for this country. It's your patriotic duty to never let someone take something from you because they accuse you of being a racist. Unless, of course, you are a racist then you don't deserve it and you're a dick. But if you are not, it is your duty to this country to not let them steal our country because they accuse you of being sexist, of being racist, of hating Native Americans, of anything. 
She's trying to strip the right of a filibuster away because liberal mutants want a one-party system. They want all the power. That is not democracy. That is not a republic. It is a totalitarian fucking society where they take over and they take over because they feared and shamed you into a corner and made you feel bad like you had something to do with slavery. Like you had something to do with killing millions of Native Americans. And you take it and you're okay with it. And you sit back and you're like, yep, oh, maybe the filibuster is, uh, maybe it is racist. Oh, maybe I am a racist. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I know. And I can't stand it. And I can't sit back anymore while while you people, this right now, someone's watching this right now is like, this guy's a racist. I am not at all. And I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not sorry for something I'm not. And that's the problem with America. That is the damn problem. They are slowly canceling this country. And you guys sit back and you let them. Something as stupid as as uh, Pepe Le Pew kissing up, uh, kissing the arm of a cat in a cartoon, and it's gone, and no one cares, no one says anything. Oh, that is kind of sexist. I shouldn't kiss, bro. If you don't kiss a chick's arm, how do you know she's down to fuck? Seriously. And, and if she says no, then you then you I'm out. See ya. I'm, I'm sorry. That's it. No, people don't have balls anymore. And then what it does, it, it emboldens other people to do shit, right, so now, you could be anywhere, you're at fucking Walmart, and you, you happen to be in line before a Native American, or an African American, or, or a white chick, she'll be like, this racist cut me, you're fucking done, you're done, everybody there thinks you're, it doesn't even matter, you're done, you're done, oh, oh, the eyes, they all look, oh, 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 God, because no one, Sticks up for themselves. No one. Here's a here's a funny story. Um, I went to a wake, right? I went. This is this is this. I'm gonna talk to you about how sticking up for yourself, how it fucking works. I went to a wake, um, a couple days ago. My buddy Jerry Barry had passed away. They finally had his wake. While I was there, this kid Danny. I've told the story before. Dan Wall. Danny Wall was there. Okay, Danny Wall was like a year. I think he was a year older than me, or maybe he was a junior. I, I don't remember. I'm a freshman in high school. It's like my first week in high school. Five nothing. Little squirt. Weigh like a, I, you know, I was always a kind of a bigger kid. So I, I, I weighed like 150. What did I wrestle at? Uh, 140. So I weighed 140. And I'm, I'm here. At, my brother Stan, love him to death. God, Stan, I, I, I fucking love you. Wouldn't, wouldn't stick up for himself. Period. He's the kind of person you could pick on. And he's an easy target. Mike Wall who was the, the, the star running back of Wuben High School. Senior in high school. Wuben's going to win it all. They're going to go to... They didn't win it. They lost to Bill Ricca. Uh, Mike Mastrula, I think the kid's name was. But anyways, the, Mike uh, Mike Wall's the best. He's going to go to... Blah, 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 blah. He's fucking amazing. Okay? I'm walking down the hallway. He calls me Willow. Now, that's something they used to make fun of my brother Stan. Willow from from the movie Willow. You know, the little fuck. Oh, the little, the little fucking uh, midget. Can I, can you, can, oh God, I said fucking midget. We're going to cancel the show. So the little midget, the guy that played Willow, my brother Stan kind of looked like him. So they used to call him Willow. I'm walking down the hallway. Mike Wall, star fucking running back, the big guy, the, the, the dog, the captain, everybody, the most popular kid in school. I come walking by. He goes, hey, little Willow. And I turn around 
And I said, I'm not my brother. I just looked at him right now. Fucking look up. I go, I'm not my brother. Fucking stand. Like that. Like, I'm like, fuck you. You're going to, what? You're going to call me shit. I'm not putting up with this. So, of course, it's on, right? I'm dead. This kid's going to rip me from limb to limb. Of course he would have. But no, he grabs me, looks at me and says, I can't do anything about it. He's like, I can't. He's like, I'll fucking kill you, but I can't because he can't get in trouble. He's got to play ball, right? He can't get suspended for beating up the little squirt freshman that wasn't going to put up with his shit. He thought everybody was going to fucking be chill with it. Well, I said, fuck you. And everybody in the hallway was like, ooh, you can hear a pin drop because I'm not a bitch. So what happens? Mike says, you're going to you're gonna fight my brother after school. Fucking three o'clock after school. I go out, out, out to the football field. Me and Dan Wall, his kid fucking, we fought for like an hour, an hour. He pounded the shit out of me. But I, I get up every fucking time, bro. You want every I get back up, I get back up, I get back up. Mr. Murray comes out. He's like, I've been watching you guys fight for like an hour. He's like, Paziali, let it go. And I'm like, no, no, I'm nobody's bitch. And guess what happened after that? Guess what happened after that? No one fucked with me. I didn't win the fight, but no one bothered me. Because I stuck up for myself. They said, I'm not going to fuck with him because he's going to push back. I don't want to mess with him because it's bullies only pick on people that are submissive. I'm not a submissive person. So anyways, I saw Danny and we talked about it. We had a good, we had a laugh about it. I was like, bro, that was a battle. He's like, yeah, but I beat your ass. I go, yeah, you fucking damn right you did. He's like, but damn, you, you never, you kept, you kept coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. It's just, I'm, I'm not going to allow myself to be pushed around. I don't care. That's it. now I don't look for, I, listen, I'm a big time pussy. I don't look for fights at all and I'll lose. But if I believe in something, I'm going to stick up for it. I'm going I'm not going to be pushed into a corner just like, like a half of America, 90% of America is getting pushed into a corner. I won't allow it to happen. If they come at me, they're going to say, shit, this lion's got a little bite. He's got his teeth got fangs. He's not going to sit back. He's going to call me out. And I'm going to, and, and, and it's going to suck. Because I won't allow liberals, democratic fucking people, I won't allow anybody to tell me that America is racist. That's what they're saying. They label this entire country as racists if they don't agree. And we don't fight back. That is the problem. Why? Oh, if they fight back, they'll, they'll double down on the racism. Everything, they, they if they want to cancel something, they six, six degrees of racism. Literally. They, 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 you fucking find um, it, it, anything. Just... I, I, we'll just use filibuster. Okay. Six degrees of racism. Uh, the word filibuster has the word buster in it. Buster Brown was a, uh, Buster Douglas. Sorry. No, I don't know who Buster Brown is. Buster Douglas was a black guy that beat Mike Tyson. Black racism. You get what I'm saying? That Yo Gabba Gabba, um, is, is fucking got the word yo in it. Black people use the word yo. That might be racist. Fucking black people use the word. <laughs> That might be a bad example. <laughs> black, black people don't exclusively use the word yo. <laughs> I guess. But they, black people use the word yo. <laughs> That's racist. 
Wait, there, yo Gabba Gabba, you think black people use the word yo exclusively? You're a racist. Do you get my point? It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not. It's not funny. It's it's ridiculous. We can't go on like this anymore. We can't allow. We cannot allow a one-party system in this country. It's it, You need to fight tooth and nail every single day for yourself. I'm serious. I jokingly say this to, to my kids and to people all the time. I'll never be alone in a room anywhere. A bathroom, a, a, a fucking restaurant, a hallway, an elevator with anybody other than another white man. Because everybody else can accuse you of whatever they want, and you are guilty. If a white guy accuses a white guy, no one gives a shit. A guy and a girl, a white guy and a white girl in an elevator, and she says you did something, you fucking did something. Period. Whether you did or you didn't. A, a white guy and a black guy in an elevator, forget it. You're a racist. See you later. Done. You're done. All he has to do is to say anything. You're, you're crushed. A, a black chick, forget it. You're done. Because we don't have the nuts to stick up to the people that have power. And they found their crutch. Their crutch is, well, that's racist. We want IDs for voters. Oh, that's racist. You can't do that. We don't want to give stimulus checks out to fucking all of America because we can't afford That's racist. You can't do that. We don't want fucking, uh, you know, we got to pay rent. You have to pay rent. We, that's racist. Paying rent is, is racist. How dare you? That's, you know what they used to do when they were slaves, right? They used to live on the farm. And that, that equals rent. And therefore you are racist. It's insane. We shouldn't put up with it anymore. All right, I'm out. I got me laughing on that yo, man, like an asshole. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out. You, you racist. You have, a, you have an Alexa? Well, that's racist. How dare you? All right, I'm out, dude. Dude says yo. <laughs> you fucking racist. Yo! Wait, before I go, yeah, I got to tell you guys this, but then we're going to go. Before I go, because I'm in a laughing kind of mood, my daughter, Presley, <laughs> she goes to, you got to hear this, there's only like two people left, so whatever, I don't care. You get, my daughter, Presley, goes to, uh, she just started doing ballet like two weeks ago. And um, it's in Revere, Massachusetts, right? And there's a strip club called The Squire in Revere, Massachusetts. So I had to take my daughter and drop her off. There's a waiting room kind of where you wait to go in. Everybody's got their masks on. And there's two other dads there with their kids. I, I, to me, I'm like, I should never have to drop my daughter off a dance. This is something dads don't do. But whatever. So, so I go in there and I'm waiting. And there's two dads sitting there and they're waiting. And, you know, they look like kind of cool dudes. And I kind of laughed. I go, yeah. <laughs> dance class i'm like is this uh is this squire academy up next on the stage dude the guys they got pissed the guy got pissed he was like what he was like what did you just say i was like oh i was just making a joke that these girls are probably gonna be dancing at the squire in like 10 years <laughs> i couldn't fucking the guy couldn't handle it dude he was steaming
in. He's like, you're calling my daughter a stripper. It's like, no, dude. I'm just making a joke. This cry is, my gut hurts. This cry is right down the street, dude. It's just a joke. Chill out. She's racially profiling my daughter. Because she does belly. She thinks she's going to be peeling. Probably should have broke out the ones. Fucking threw them at her. Should have been like, bro, here's a little advance. I'm out. The guy was steaming. He huffed through the game, the Hogan face. He was like, what did you just say? I goes, it's just a joke, bro. Just a joke. The girls, these are like six-year-olds. They're like six-year-old girls. They go to dance class. I'm like, what is this? Squire Academy? Who's up next? <laughs> Bro. I'm out. Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out. America's podcast. God bless. God bless America. I hope. I hope your daughter's not a paler. All right, bro. I hope. If you're a good dad, you're good. I'm out. Later. <laughs> Kids are tired. <laughs>